To all who come to this happy place, welcome. Welcome. Well, come in. Let's put on the show. Your cadaverous pallor. Aloha. Betrays an aura of foreboding. Hang on to them hats and glasses. And now, ladies and gentlemen, remain seated, please. Permanecer sentados, por favor. Hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Remain Seated, Please. I'm David. I'm Robert. I'm Anthea. I'm Susie. So in today's episode, we're going to sort of go around the table and do a sort of never have I ever game, which is more hand raising than ever, which is good for a podcast medium. But (laughs) (laughs) um, we'll sort of explain the things that never have I ever at a Disney park. Sounds good. So let's find out what we have never done. I guess I'll start, and the thing that kicked this off was I feel like it came on a few episodes ago, and for sure when we were doing research for the Disneyland uh, Christmas Parade televised segment where they talk about uh, upcoming attractions, was I came across a Mario... How do you say the the race car driver? Mario Andretti? Mario. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely not that. It's Mario Andretti. So the the famous Mario Andretti race car driver was previewing (laughs) rocket rods at Disneyland. Mario, congratulations and thanks for joining us today. You're about to be the very first person on the planet to officially take the rocket rods for a ride. I can hardly wait. I never rode rocket rods. Really? I rode People Mover. I remember People Mover. I remember a ton of things about People Mover. I remember rocket rods coming out. I've been a pass holder since like 91 or 2. When did Fantasmic premiere? That's when I became a pass holder. It was either broken down or I didn't go a lot that the couple years that it was around. I never rode rocket rods. And so I just look at Tomorrowland with this anger that... (laughs) Not only is the People Mover track still there, but there was another attraction there that just would never, yeah. So, never rode Rocket Rods. Rocket Rods was a great ride. Uh, it was it was no People Mover. People Mover was the best. Mm. But I was, I did do Rocket Rods quite a few times the couple years it was there. It opened May 22nd, 1998, and it closed September 25th, the year 2000. Wow. So that's a little over two years, but I think during that time it was closed most of the time. It was always <laughs> down, and then when it was open, the line was incredibly long. Really? Yeah, Maybe I, that kept me away, and too. I remember waiting, and that line wasn't like the best line which by the way the queue for that is still pretty intact under um underneath basically that building because i went to one time i got that star wars pin that we ended up getting um like an anniversary pin of some sort and they had me walk around uh where that i think it used to be called like the hatmosphere um, store. It's that one store that faces Interventions. Uh huh. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, in that little store round. trader town or something like that. Maybe. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and by there, there's a door. Uh huh. Um, and so they open that door, mm-hmm. and then um, there are stairs that go down, and it's a uh, a little corridor that's painted completely black, and then there are these plastic neon, like I don't know, rectangles that are ha- or different shapes, geometric shapes that are hanging down from 
the ceiling, which I remember being in the queue for the rocket rods because you would wait in this one big circle room and you would constantly see this um, blueprint of the rocket rods and it would be animated and it would show you how they work and then the future of cars and then... And I remember standing in that room. For was that the, the story of Rocket Rods? Time. Was that it was the future of cars? Pretty much. Yeah, it was the future vehicle. I really liked that queue. It was too long, obviously, but it was like the Circle Vision room because that it was the the queue was where Circle Vision used to be. So they used which is now which is now the Buzz Lightyear ride. Uh-huh. So in this room, they had all these screens showing like Walt talking about transportation and mm-hmm. all the old Disneyland specials uh, about transportation. And then they had a monorail up there and um, uh, one of the Skyway buckets. But mm-hmm. I think they were like, they looked like blueprints, though. They yeah. were painted to look like blueprints. So the show building for Buzz Lightyear was nothing but a queue? Yes, but, uh, well, part of it. Um, it was a very long queue. It was a very long queue, but the rocket rods would f- go through the queue. like Because it was the old people mover track. Mm-hmm. So you know like how in Star mm-hmm. Tours you could see where... The yeah. people mover mm-hmm. windows were mm-hmm. so there was a window in the circle vision area where when circle vision was around you could get a view of it from the people mover so when you're in line for the rocket rods the rocket rods would fly by yeah at one point yeah wow and that so there was so also neat. these steps that you would go up i believe right was it steps i, I think so because you had to get up to load yeah um and so this area that i walk through is part of that except it goes down um, which I am not 100% So there's a sure. tunnel underneath between store command and that, yes. that rotunda area? Yeah, because then mm. I just popped out the back door of store command. Weird. It was I, I don't know why they had me do this, because I was one of four people in line. I think they thought there was going to be just a crap ton of people. <laughs> but I was like, I instantly had flashbacks to waiting in line for the rocket wow. rods. Of course, I prefer people mover but rocket rods was still a really fun ride it uh didn't last because they wanted a thrill ride on a track that couldn't handle a thrill ride mm-hmm. it would speed up to go really fast then have to slow down really fast to handle the turns there was no banking yeah it would actually lift up to give the illusion that you're going faster than you were you know mm. um but i think it did a, a number on the brakes because they had to break a lot yeah because uh, I think what the people mover was like a 15 minute ride and you're doing that 15 minute ride in less than three minutes now. Yeah. yeah. So, but it was fun. My favorite thing about the rocket rods was the sound effect it made. Yeah. Have you heard this before? I think so. Take a listen. That's the sound of it accelerating. And I, when I first got my license, boy, did I play that a lot as I would speed down the freeway. And then I would go a comfortable 14 miles per hour while listening to the tram. So, yeah, there's not a lot of straightaways on that people mover track. So not. And this is proto test track. There was no test track at this time yet, right? Uh, it opened the same year as test track. Oh, was the idea that they were comparable attractions? You know, I never I thought not. I never thought about that. I don't think so. Oh, okay. I don't love Test Track. Though. I don't like Test Track. I feel like Test Track's missing a lot of straightaways. Um, I feel like there's a lot of hype about Test Track. Um, I remember seeing like Disney specials about mm-hmm. Disney World, and they were like, "You're gonna go 65 miles an hour. It's the fastest ride in all the Disney parks." Um, and that just lasts like the the shortest amount of time. I find um, it to be very, like, jarring. I mean, oh. I get that's part of 
mm-hmm. I guess, the appeal, like you're testing your the, this car you've built, but it's it's not fun. I don't find it. I don't know. I like Test Track. Do you really? I don't like the queue. I don't think I ever have to ride it again. I like the exit queue. Well, yeah, and that was... Car show. That was the thing, was we hadn't ridden it. Like, that could have been, I guess, never have I ever. But we finally did get a chance to do it this last trip. And, yeah. And we almost didn't... We had trouble kind of getting on it finally because of the rain. Because it would intermittently rain. And they can't run it if it's wet, right? Or, Or... Something about it, yeah. There's thunderstorms. So, yeah. So, Susie, did you ever go on the rocket rods? No, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't have, like, especially from, like, some of my childhood, like, I don't have these really distinct memories. But not because I didn't do them, just I just don't seem to have them. Yeah. But I don't think I went on it. I think when we started, probably, because I feel like when I started paying for my own pass... I started paying more attention to the parks as opposed to just going with my parents, I guess. Um, There was definitely a a time where it shifted from like the late, the early 2000s to like from from not knowing or not caring to caring and knowing. You grew up. That was it. (laughs) Getting your money's worth. (laughs) Shall we move on? Let's. (laughs) Who wants to go next? I'll go, I suppose. Go for it. Um... You might be surprised to know I have never done every ride at Disneyland that is still currently there. I have never been on the canoes. <gasps> oh, wow. But you know what? No. Can I take you Brava. on the canoes? <laughs> Brava. No. Why would you do it? That I think that's actually like a waste of time. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I mean, I'd like to do it one day just to do it, but... I mean, the reason I have never done it is because, one, they make you work. That's true. <laughs> well, two, yeah. two, it's the same view as taking the Mark Twain or the Columbia. Much you're closer. You're, lower you're to the interacting. Water. You're fully interacting with the river. The I river know. has the potential to be on you. I guess like, that's true. The river's alive. Like you are. I think that um, it is definitely do it at least once just to say you did. But I mean, it is ex- it's exactly except someone is yelling at you the whole time. Yeah, it is true. Totally. Yeah, one day I'll do it. I, have, I really like it. You should do it with David. He Please. always no wants, wants to, to go, go and I yeah, I'm always like no. <laughs> All right, I'll do it sometime. I have gone on a, a whitewater rafting before. Real, see, I've never done that in my real life. And that's very fun. Mm-hmm. I have not. I fear water. <laughs> <laughs> but you like the canoes. <laughs> I to do one. Okay, <laughs> see, got so, it. So you want to do I, it with me, David? Check. No, I just literally thought check. about it, and I was like, no, I don't like the idea of standing in a small boat. We'll get a coonskin caps, and we'll do a live... They don't uh, sell those anymore. They don't. Well, they're I not, still have one from when I was a kid. You can wear it, and then... Uh, <laughs> it can be a B-Y-O-C-P. <laughs> no. Baby. C-S-P. Baby Crockett. I don't know why I'm putting a P in there. <laughs> That's for his pistol. That's right. Um, All right. Susie, Anthea, who would like to go? Oh, I guess I will go. I, guess, I mean, I was there for opening. I don't think I was there for opening day. But never. got old. This makes sense once I actually get the whole sentence out. Uh, never have I ever, uh, I guess, been on Superstar Limo. Hey, you yeah. stole that from me. Yeah, yeah. me we too. We talked about it. <laughs> yeah, That's I've never list. done it either. Wow. Oh, all of us? N- no. None of us have gone on it. Wow. I remember standing at a 
at the Grand Californian. And my friend comes over and he's like, this cast member is offering to sell us $10 tickets so we can go in before all the crowds to um, California Adventure. And I was like, I don't trust that. <laughs> and I was yeah, too I much of a good person. And I was like, I'm not going to pay $10 to mm-hmm. go there before one else. Um, but we used to go a lot. And somehow I never, at least I do not wow. recall writing Superstar Limo. You know, that was on my list, too. In fact, I had that on my list with a hot take. And the hot take is, I kind of wish it was still there. I do, too. Because <laughs> I think I would have loved it. Like, I know it's a horrible ride, and it's, like, the worst celebrities, but there's something really strange about it that <laughs> I just... But I want it back. Like. You, I mean, it would be better so if, they, if they updated the celebrities. That would yeah, be yeah, good. yeah. But I don't know. There's just something so weird about about it that well, makes, and that they were caricatures they weren't like good animatronics like yeah they were, <laughs> they were caricatures and the narration like i've watched the videos on it so many times because i'm so upset i never got to go on it but the narration <laughs> is so bad it's like hold on to your sides it's funny man tim allen <laughs> it was just the ABC there's <laughs> regis Philbin. that's my final answer oh my gosh you know there was a music video by the band genesis i believe um, when Phil Collins was their their lead singer, and they did like a really scary puppet. Um, oh yes, yes, yes! Music I've video. Seen this. Those characters in Superstar Limo, the way that they were for uh, they were true. made, reminded me of those, and I hated that music video. <laughs> yeah, it's hated a weird it one. So much. Well, they also kind of look like the Lipton Brisk Iced Tea commercials. <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> Come but, on, Rocky. <laughs> oh, that's brisk, baby. But, you know, uh, the Monsters, Inc. ride took its place, and lots of those characters are the celebrities. Yeah. Uh, the actual animatronics. Oh, yeah. Uh, so... They just put sacks well, over the peop- their heads. Well, the people they? in the hazmat suits yeah. are in the same positions, and from what I've heard... You can, if you take off their their mask, you can really the head of Drew Carey still underneath. <laughs> I want to see that really badly. <laughs> like, yeah, if, yeah, wouldn't that be like a funny like if an Imagineer was going to give you a trip to do anything you wanted to do? Yeah, let's go over to <laughs> Monsters Inc. and take off some heads. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I never. My first time going to California Adventure was November two thousand three, and. I think it closed in 2002. Yeah. So I never got to see it. Oh, wow. Uh, Susie. I've never had a turkey leg. I know that um, you guys mm-hmm. shared one. My lady first. That the, was my first oh, turkey and leg. And I yeah. think that Lady in the Tramp style. That yeah. was my first turkey leg. And I think Taking I... a bite of it. Yeah. yeah, you guys bit into it at the same time. I remember really liking it. It tastes like ham. It's weird. I didn't like it. It's a strange it, Isn't thing. it ham? Is that what no, it is? The turkey leg just ham? Well, no. I, mm, well, I they know. claim that it's emu, but that's not true. It's not emu. What? People, people say that. Apparently, people think that you know turkeys don't have legs that big. Um, it's an emu that they're really selling you. But wouldn't that be illegal to for a company to sell you something that it really isn't? Yes. Oh, um, yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't buy Yes, it. you'd have to. You have to disclose the allergies. There's all kinds of reasons. Uh, what if I am allergic to emo? emo. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I don't like the taste of it. David? Well, I kind of want to stay, if uh, we're over at California Adventure in that Hollywood backlot area, uh, never had I ever done the 
who wants to be a millionaire live? Oh, me either. Me either. I did it once. You did? (laughs) So uh, it was not in, it was where they, next to the Muppet Vision, or the Muppet Theater, right? To the right uh, of the Muppet Theater? Yes, if, you're looking at it? if I'm remembering correctly. That's where it was, right? Mm-hmm. Mm. Never did that. You know, I think so. I remember sitting in a room and well, we had to press some buttons. <laughs> Wasn't it in that big warehouse that's next to... Um, Monsters, Inc., to the left of Monsters, Inc., I don't right? Know well, if you're, looking straight, if you're looking straight at it, it's to the right. No, that was a food court. Oh. That, the, which we went to for the food... Remember the last food and wine before it went away for a couple years? Yeah. That building used to open up only for food and wine, and all of the old fixtures and everything were still in there, and it looked like just an old food court. Ah. Like, it actually looked like the Disney Studios, is it Walt Disney Studios in Paris, um, their Main Street section, if you want to call it that, is like an indoor stage with food eatery places and shops, and it looked a lot like that in that. I think it's stage 12. I always forget which one's stage 12 and which one's the other one. Mm-hmm. Um, but I believe Who Wants to Be a Millionaire was in the one to the left of Monsters, Inc. That sounds about right, if I'm remembering correctly. But yeah, I never, long time I never did it. Now, do you remember, was Regis Philbin a part of the show? No. They did have it at uh, Hollywood Studios Park for a while, right? Before American Idol? Did they? Yeah. And it stayed there longer than it was at California Adventure, right? I think so. I think it was there for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Weird one I never did. Was it hosted? What was the deal? I I don't remember. If I remember correctly, they had a cast member playing the host, and they would bring someone down from the audience to Mm. play. But you didn't win money. Probably want a fast pass or something. (laughs) I don't remember. I mean, I never did it. It should be worth noting that a lot of these things are uh, able to be visited on yesterland.com. That's my go-to place when I want to look at stuff I've never seen. Uh, So one for me, which is a current one that'll always be, is never have I or will I ever go on Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout. (laughs) And the reason? Because it replaced one of my favorite attractions, the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror. And I... (laughs) (laughs) i'm sorry i I get very upset and passionate that was a genuine upset noise have you guys well oh i've heard it before yeah so Um, uh it should be noted that i have a bet with you that for 10 years you won't ride it or else you have to pay me a thousand dollars and, and frankly, I've got we're not that paying bet. that money. <laughs> <laughs> well, we never are paying that money. I, 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 I and wish... the only re- the only way you can go on is you have to do it for work. Correct. If I have a job where I'm forced to go on it, then I'll do it. No, he resigns immediately. <laughs> but I wish I won ten thousand dollars for not going on it. But I'm not. Get- I'm not getting that. Uh, but no, I won't go on it because uh, I don't agree with that decision of what they did. Um, yeah, uh, it's, uh, the things I like about the attraction, I really like the rocket animatronic in the TV room, I don't know what to call it, um, and I really like, it basically has that technology that they had at Pooh's Honey Hunt, where it's the parallax video that goes along with the ride vehicle, so the video gives the perception that the set pieces are much larger than they are, excuse me, than they are, by, uh, moving different sections at different intervals 
to counteract the movement of the elevator, if that makes sense. Nope. So, so uh, you know, like if you're driving down the road and uh, think, like street lights are passing you quickly, but a mountain in the background is moving very slowly. That's yes. a parallax effect. Okay. You're moving at one speed, but everything in relation to how far away it is is moving at a different speed. Okay. That's how the video interacts with you so the oh. far wall moves much less than the things close up and then they also have practical set pieces in the attraction so gotcha. um oh, and okay. it's very effective because the the sets are they look huge so the they've somehow programmed the movement of the car to the video so it knows how high up or down the the vehicle is moving mm-hmm. and it adjusts the background accordingly oh, gotcha. which is a pretty cool effect i went on it for the two of us you did i did i wrote it once well, she went um, on it for her not me <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> well actually i didn't even write it on for me i had met up with a friend um and she really wanted to go on it and was super excited so i went on it and i thought it was uh it was all right um i would prefer you know it had stayed the same and they had done um they had just updated the tower of terror Mm -hmm. um but i 100 percent understand why so many people like it it's funny i get it it reminds me actually a lot of the story of the tokyo tower where it's a collector and there's all these weird artifacts in what is this i don't don't know what to call it it still looks like the boiler room to me with a bunch of stuff thrown around Mm -hmm. but what is cool is they do have that yeti in there Mm. Um, yeah, you yeah. mean the abominable snowman. I always mix them up, but yeah, the <laughs> abominable snowman is in there, which is so weird because he's also still actively at Disneyland. Yeah. So it's like, oh, he's here at the same time. Yeah. But and I'm assuming most of the casual fans that are going and very excited for that ride have no idea what it is, and they're just like, look at this weird thing. It just doesn't make sense. The whole thing doesn't make sense. It is it is what it is. I mean, it's a collector. It's a, a, collector you know, it's that a fan Disneyland service. Props. It's fan service to put in Figment, to put in Harold, to put in whatever. Oh, I was going to uh, say Figment's in the attraction? Mm-hmm. Wait, he is where? Yeah, he's in a box, I believe, in the first room that mm. you're in. He's up in the very, lobby. very high. Mm. Yeah. And it's, so, it's wait, are there Twilight Zone? Uh, is there anything Twilight Zone hidden in there? There is a bellhop hat. So, yeah, I mean, I, I totally understand why people enjoy it. I don't really care to write it too much. And actually, um, I think we had also just eaten, and it really shook me around way more than I appreciated. <laughs> um, and the older I get, the more sensitive I am to being shook. So yeah. <laughs> I just don't, I don't see myself going on it. It does remind me a lot of rock and space. I guess what it sort of reminds me of it that we don't have here is rock and roller coaster, where it's sort of like... The music is fun, but it's needle drop music. Like, these are songs. So mm-hmm. it's very strange to be in an attraction with songs as opposed to score. Um, so it sort of reminds me of when they did Rockin' over... Oh, yeah, rock yeah. Screamin', what was Screamin' called? Rockin' Space Mountain and what was Screamin' called? Rockin' Californication Screamin'. Yeah. Screamin'. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah... It, whatever i mean i get it i get why people enjoy it it's not for everyone and my husband will not be going on it um probably ever but definitely not in the next eight years um (laughs) what do you mean probably (laughs) and and this will be i think we talked about on the last episode but this will be the the e-ticket attraction for that marble area like I don't think the other attractions at least from what we know about them they don't sound like e-tickets oh really yeah well i just thought they were going to build a roller coaster you know in California Adventure, another I one. Know. I just know of the Spider-Man ride coming. Yeah, 
All right, Anthea, what do you got? I've never been on jumping jellyfish. Oh. I don't have a child. Um, It doesn't necessarily lend itself to a single woman, uh, childless woman, (laughs) just getting on to a 15-foot drop attraction. Yeah. Um, So I've never been on it. (laughs) I never, never... I've never been on it either. I don't know that I have either. I guess I don't really have a solid memory of having done it. Because we had the Malaboomer. Yeah, did the Malaboomer. So good. I love the Malaboomer. This is the Malaboomer. But um, I liked facing out. With the vomit screens. Yeah. (laughs) I liked facing out of the park on the Malaboomer. So you could see Disneyland or the... uh, No. The street. You want to see the convention center? I wanted to see the convention center. Show me that roof. (laughs) When they closed it, it was always like, oh, well, this was like a a ported over ride. It wasn't an original Imagineering thing, so we didn't want it anymore. I'm like, well, but it was still a functional attraction. Yeah. Why did they get rid of it? It must have been expensive to operate or something. Maybe. I mean, it always had a line. I mean, it's also, you know, when they put Tower of Terror in, that's two drop rides. Maybe they felt... Towers well, three, I guess, if you count jumping jellyfish. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Don't forget about jumping jellyfish. See? Everyone forgets. <laughs> it's there. It is very cute to look at at night because mm-hmm. the way that they Surprisingly, light though, it's one of the... Like, I don't think it's a 40-inch. I think it's a 42-inch. Yeah, it's, like, kind of limited. Like, Wes still can't go on it. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah which is so strange because I think he can go on, like, Thunder Mountain before he can go mm. on... He does love the Golden Zephyr, though. We went on it like five times in a row. Something like that. It's something very strange. I I wonder if the lap bar situation, maybe like there isn't something to go between his legs. So if he gets like shook up and down, he could like slip out. Yeah. Maybe you guys will go on Jumping Jellyfish. I'm very excited to go on. You're like, forget about my son. I'm excited (laughs) for this. Susie. Susie. Um, So it's not a ride, but... I was very intrigued. And I never did the Aladdin's Oasis dinner show. Oh, I never did either. Or the Tahitian Terrace. Yeah. I didn't. I've never experienced that. I'm looking at pictures. It looks like it could have been really fun. It was it sort of seems like. Was it like a storytelling? Yeah, situ- it was like a sh- I saw them do a storytelling thing. Yeah, it was like a show, but uh, it was like a dinner show, basically. Yeah. Then yes. It sounds like maybe I mean, it's two different things. Dinner so show. A dinner show sounds like one thing, and I do feel like they were doing the storytelling thing after maybe they weren't doing dinner there okay, anymore. Okay, because they did a storytelling thing. I think the storytelling went... thing was sans any food. I think okay. there was a restaurant there that they did like a, like it'd be like going to the Blue Bayou and seeing a show. Hmm. Yeah, it was like a multi-course dinner, and yeah, Aladdin is running from Jafar and slips into this. Kazim's place, which is where we're having dinner, and hmm. we see this hmm. show unravel. I'm bummed because they took away the Aladdin show for Frozen. They took this away. They said for, it did not work out economically, so the show was discontinued. Maybe no one was going. No one wanted to pay a high price yeah. for a dinner show. Maybe, maybe, which is unfortunate because I'm sure the food was pretty well. No. There was a real bleak time for food there at one point. Well, so exotic delicacies, including papadam wafers with mint chutney sauce, fresh fruit with honey yogurt sauce, shish kebabs, beef, chicken, or vegetarian, raisin nut rice pilaf, tabbouleh, and dessert. Yeah, it sounds like I wouldn't have liked any of that. 
Oh, I would have loved so much of that. <laughs> and the dessert was brought to you by the genie. Like, the lamp would come to your table. You make a wish. There's a puff of smoke from your lamp. And a genie, quote-unquote, brings you a chocolate. Aladdin's lamp filled with chocolate mousse and berry topping. While other genies, in quotes, serve other tables. Huh. Yeah, I can guarantee you that my parents were not going to pay for something like that. (laughs) Definitely why I didn't do it, yeah. All right, so what do you have left, David? Uh, Uh, So one of the other ones sort of fits into this, like, where we were probably kids and we should have done it and we didn't. Uh, I never did Goofy's Bounce House. I never did either. And uh, it's funny because when you go into Goofy's house, it's not that you can see remnants of what was the Bounce House, but you can definitely see that you used to be able to go into a lot more of it than you can now. Mm -hmm. Um uh, I really like it. Wes really likes it uh, for a play area, but that's basically all it is now. But there's a whole upstairs section that you can see that you can't go to. Um, yeah, we that walked, I'm assuming was part of the bounce house. We walked through Toontown recently and looked at all those houses, and it's just kind of sad thinking about how lively it used to be. Yeah, everything. I mean, even when yeah. we talked about the ball pit at the uh, Chippendales Treehouse. I was I had to look at that area and say, What is this over here? And I had to Google it to figure out that there was a ball pit and slide and all this stuff over there. Yeah, and I remember when it opened specifically they were like, Adults cannot come in here. Wow. They were very, very specific about <laughs> it. Anyone that it was not a child. Yeah. Um, and I mean like I couldn't a young find child. many photos of it either. There was like I found like three of photos that were posted to several blogs mm. that I will now post in the show notes. But <laughs> yeah, it was supposed to be like tripping nails like an acorn pit or something, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. I just never did that. Uh, I guess to round out my list of things is we even tried this year because you had mentioned the Disneyland Christmas Day parade aired on ABC. I was like, I've never watched it before. And I'd seen a bunch of it cutting the podcast together and finding the clips. We went to record it, but we had unplugged the TV antenna to plug in the Christmas tree. So by the time we realized we didn't, we saw like the end of it. And it was what, what I did notice is they have like Disney stars hosting it and they're terrible because they're not hosts yeah so it's like watching like the great thing about having regis and kelly hosted is they are tv hosts Mm -hmm. and there is very much an art to that we saw these disney stars trying to host and they were just awful and terrible and well the show's gotten much worse than it i so basically we've always wanted to watch the christmas Mm -hmm. day parade yeah the, the disney christmas day parade yeah and we never have, still, to this yeah. day. At least not in we its entirety. We even tried this year, oh. and we still didn't see. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I think I've never parked in the Toy Story lot. One time we parked there, went to get in line for the tram, and said, but, I'm not doing this. So I we gotta... <laughs> but we did, though. So you can't... Yeah, I don't think I, you can I did put that. an asterisk next to it. We did park. I have alerts on for Disney AP, mm-hmm. and they will Same. let you know when Mickey's Mickey and Friends opens and closes. While we were waiting in line, I said, it's open. I'm going. <laughs> And I went and moved the car. That's just such an awful, awful, awful place. Although we did recently park in Pumbaa and I loved it. that's different. Yeah, because you can walk. It's basically like being uh, at Mickey and Friends on the other side. Like it's Mm -hmm. the same distance. Uh, We did walk from Toy Story Story once. I will say though, getting back to the car from from to Toy Story is my favorite thing. Because they 
do not load they don't let anyone stand on the buses and they just have lines of buses so getting back to the parking lot mm-hmm. <laughs> where your car is is one of my favorites compared to the tram because oh, everyone but see, is we single always f- walk i guess so we don't well i mean if you're parking at toy story yeah yeah getting back to your car getting out of toy story onto the train onto that bus into the park is awful wait why but is it better back, to go back than it is to because get they the have park? everyone single file and they just stack up the buses why don't they do that the other way <laughs> i don't know i don't know why it doesn't go both ways but when at the end of the night there's just bus after bus that is there yeah. and they um they have all this amazing crowd control and they just make sure that all the seats are filled. They don't let anyone stand and they just send them on their way. Yeah. And it is so nice. Because it was opposite because I did take the bus from Toy Story. Yeah, and I moved it was the car, but we Wes didn't, and I. Yeah, we didn't want to put the stroller um, and Wes and everything back in the car. So yeah. I moved. No, it's absolutely terrible getting out of that. Everyone's irritated already that they're at that parking. <laughs> and then you have to stand in this line that is just made up of a billion switchbacks. You finally get on and you're all on there like sardines. And everyone's just upset. But getting back to that parking lot, probably one of my favorites. I mean, it kind of sucks that I still have to walk to my car because it doesn't just take me directly to my car. But other than that, <laughs> um, I out of all of the parking areas, besides walking back, it might be one. It might be my most preferred to get mm. back to my car. Like Simba and Pumbaa. Yeah. Well, the thing. Is, so with Pumbaa, when we walked over, we got to finally see that whole side of the. Uh, entrance. Well, I guess you take it a lot because you take the train into the park. But I had never really seen that whole area, at least I feel like since grad night. I haven't been on that side of the entrance plaza. So I'm like looking at all the buses. I was like, oh, it feels like Walt Disney World over here. Because <laughs> it's like the bus depot is way bigger than I thought. Mm-hmm. Like I felt like I, I guess in my head there were only like six air, it's like six bus stop areas but there's like very much like signs that point you where you're supposed to go i was like oh this feels like leaving magic kingdom or it something does. It does feel like <laughs> it does. Um, it's special yeah but yeah uh i think simba's my favorite parking area still and then i guess the last interesting thing i have is i've never stayed at the disneyland hotel it's the only one we haven't stayed at mm-hmm. i mean there's only three <laughs> well yeah but considering we're locals we stayed, that we stayed and we two, stayed at yeah. the other two and one's the more say, expensive one. That's the thing. Yeah. It's insanely expensive. Uh, yeah, we stayed there, and I've stayed at the Green Californian, but I've n- I don't think I've ever stayed at Paradise Pier. It's like, I don't know. I feel like that makes sense, or even Green Californian. But, like, you would think the first place we would have stayed was the Disneyland <laughs> yeah. Hotel. Start at the Disneyland Hotel, at least, and we'll figure out the rest yeah. later. No, yeah. But it didn't work out for us. Grand Californian out of all of them is the better. That's where we, that was the that first was our, one we yeah, stayed at. Yeah. That was our favorite. So, I mean, again, so far, but yeah. Paradise Pier is really fun, but it's very I only walked Disney. In, I only walked into Paradise Pier for the first time uh, this last year. It's kind of blissfully 80s in there, and I love it. The ceiling is so low in that lobby, it makes me <laughs> extremely But then there's like an atrium that I love. Yeah, it's but like it's very, just, like <laughs> it's very abrupt though. It's not like yeah. a nice gradual, mm-hmm. nope, it is like ceiling. Mm. And then that area, that way, the 
the layout is so weird and they've put that elevator right by like the check-in so everyone's like smushed in this little area and i was like this is awful what is happening here yeah. the view was really nice from the room we yeah, stayed we in stayed, though. yeah we stayed there for somebody's birthday with a big group of people and so we had a suite at the top that was park view nice. and it was really cool how about you robert well, um, uh, the only thing uh, for things that I've never done that I that I can add, thinking of off the top of my head, is there's there's just a ton of stuff at California Adventure when it first opened that I never got to do. The one that sticks out uh, in my mind is the Whoopi Goldberg attraction, Golden Dreams. You never did you Golden Dreams? Never did Golden Dreams. I feel like that's um, right up your alley. I really I, one of my one of my things on my list was a, a hot take. I kind of enjoyed the show. <laughs> no, uh, I never got to do it, and uh, yeah, I never did jumping jumping jellyfish. Never did the orange stinger. Wow, um, really? I only did this this last year for the first time. The golden zephyr. Mm. Remember we did that? Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff I never got to do with I California do think Adventure. the Golden Zephyr I wrote on as one of those. I've never done this before. I should do it. But like it was like definitely never. I feel like it was closed for a lot of the time. I feel like it I started always going. looks closed. But if it's windy, yeah. yeah. They, don't, they don't go. Yeah, so that's uh, my stuff. Uh, do you guys have anything else you want to add? I've never had a chimichanga. Oh, I haven't I, either. Yeah, they serve them mm. at one of those places. There's like some foods that I just have not consumed. Like I don't think I've ever had yeah. an actual Disneyland corn dog, <gasps> but I don't. I don't like corn dogs. Well, I no, was, I was but you would say, like the Disneyland corn. Dog. I was gonna say I've never had Disneyland popcorn. I've never what? bought it. At least. How is that possible? Well, I don't like popcorn. First of all, and <laughs> I'm with you. Yeah. Oh uh, please, popcorn is delicious. I, the, the only popcorn I've popcorn. had is at California Adventure when we got the World of Color popcorn. That was good. We got oh, the dill popcorn. Event. What dill popcorn? We got dill popcorn. From California Adventure. Yes. Oh, so you're, you're very specifically Disneyland popcorn. Yeah, I've never He's gotten never the regular popcorn. <laughs> it's all the same popcorn. Well, no. not at Disney, not with the specialty flavors. Talk about regular popcorn at Disneyland. I've never gotten. Or at, at the main DCA. street cart, but you do like taking pictures of the little popcorn people. That yeah, are I like the of, carts. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I've never had a chimichanga. I don't think I've ever had a corn dog. I've never had one of the candy apples from. Oh, from Disneyland. Mm. Delicious. Well, and they're beautiful. Yeah, I almost would feel bad eating yeah. one. <laughs> Well, uh, if there's anything that you haven't done, never have you ever, let us know in the comments below. Uh, but until then, Anthea, where can we find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me at Magically Delicious on the Instagrams, the Twitters, and the Book of Faces. Mm, and Susie, where can we find you on the internet? At a little sprinkle of Disney on Instagram. And you can find us at Remain Seated Pulse on Twitter, Remain Seated Please on Instagram and Facebook. And please rate and review the show on iTunes because the more you tell us that you like us, the more we'll make the show. <laughs> that was weird. <laughs> Before we go, do you know what Peter Pan's favorite restaurant is? No. Wendy's? No, 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 no. I meant like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. 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 Bye.
You ain't never had a friend like me. Ha. There. That wasn't so bad. Was it? I'll see you all a little later. You may not survive to pass this way again. Time to be moving along. Hurry back. And barrel around to see us again. No, the whole point was I wanted to know the style of how she had her cream cheese. <laughs> because what I wanted to make the point was I like to tear off about an inch piece, put a little dab of cream cheese on it, and plop it in my mouth and eat it. What other people like to do is they do a whole side of cream cheese and sometimes make their own sandwich. I think that the way Inthea does it is she does a whole side and eats a side at a time. Is that correct? Correct. <laughs> Is that correct? <laughs>